Welcome to Slants and Rants, the home of hot takes, arguments, and the right opinion about your favorite team. Now, here are your hosts, CTD and Vega. Oh, man, it's a beautiful time of the week. It is your boy, Patty V, hosting another magical edition of the Slants and Rants podcast. And yes, usually you hear CTD's voice introducing and hosting. But no, 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 not today, folks. Not today. Patty V is all alone to talk about everything that went down in week four, prepare you for week five, and just have a good conversation with you while you're at work, while you're driving, doing whatever the hell you're doing. But hey, if you are listening to this podcast, which uh, you should be, give this thing a st- five stars, subscribe, like, tell everyone, please, let's grow this podcast. We're going to start pushing this podcast a little bit more like we used to. Obviously, we're busy. Chris is getting ready to work the ALDS, the ALCS, all that. I'm still working NFL here. But no excuses, folks. You got your boy here, your favorite podcast host in the whole entire world good old patty v i hope everyone's having a lovely day let's get right into it guys let's get right into it week four another interesting and good fun week of football man a lot of one possession games man a lot of one possession games i got the thing i got i got a schedule from last week up right here one two three four Five, six, seven, eight, nine. Nine games decided by eight or less, I believe. By one possession. By one eight games. Or eight or nine games, whatever I just said. Deci- decided by one possession or less. That's crazy, man. Every week these games have been coming down to the wire. And honestly, I think it's because all these teams are about on the same playing uh, on the same level playing field. There's not that one team that sticks out that you're like, oh, my God, that's the best team in football. You know, everyone was anointing the Bills as the best team in the league. And granted, they are 3-1. and one. Great comeback against the Ravens, but they haven't looked uh, they haven't looked fantastic like they did week one. And then the Ravens, on the other hand, you know, two bad losses this year. Two bad ones, which they had literally in their hip pocket. Two games they blew, you know. Is it the secondary? Is it the offense? You know, what is it with the Ravens? You know, Marcus Peters going after John Hallerball. Not good. Not good in Baltimore, but hey, they're still my division winners out in uh, in the AFC North. But again, look, you have the doink game out in London with the Vikings and Saints. Isn't it funny? Isn't this funny? Kirk Cousins, his first time ever in his career. With a record of three and one, isn't that like the most mediocre thing you've ever heard? It's your first time ever. Kirk Cousins is three and one. How? I feel like he's been quarterbacking for fifteen years, from Washington to Minnesota. This guy, first time ever, three and one. You know, he faced Andy Dolan. Didn't have to play Jameis. No Alvin Kamara out there. Which, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's time for me to hang it up. I think it's time. (sighs) 
I think it's time for Patty V to give up on the fantasy thing. I was great at it. I will say it. I was great at fantasy football. And ever since I started working NFL games, I've been absolutely dreadful and pitiful. I have two teams that are 0-4. You know, I've, not that I forgot the London game was going on. I told my coworker in the car driving to Lincoln Financial, I'm like, I have to take Camaro. I have to take Camaro because he's not playing. What happens? 9.32, someone says, oh, Kamara, you don't forget to take Kamara out. It's already too late. Two minutes too late. And I got screwed in about uh, five of my league because, uh, you know, I have Alvin Kamara in five leagues. I don't know what's going on with me, man, fantasy. I'm not reading the board. I'm not reading the board, folks. This isn't good. Two straight years I've been dreadful. Two straight years. Granted, I'm in like nine leagues, so you hope one of them hits. But it ain't good. The leagues, the leagues I care about the most is not looking good, guys. Not looking good at all. What other great games do we have here last week? You know, Fal- I mean, Falcons-Browns, no one really cares about that. But, hey, went down to the wire. Two mediocre quarterbacks and Marcus Mariota and Jacoby Brissett. You know, I start Marcus Mariota in a fantasy league. I'm like, you know what? Playing the Browns at home, give me at least one passing touchdown, maybe a rushing, you know. I he was dreadful. I think it was like seven of nineteen. Absolutely dreadful. Ugh, Marcus Mariota, man. I want. I want. I wonder when we see Desmond Ridderson. Granted, they are winning. They're two and two, but there's about like twelve teams that are two and two. So, is that really saying much? Not at all. Browns. You know, that's another game you probably shouldn't lose. You know, that's a game if you want. If you're the Browns, you would love to get go three and one without Deshaun Watson. I know Miles Garrett was banged up. And, and they had the lead multiple times during the game. I, you know, I was tracking it when I was working, and it's just a, it's a game that you, if you can get that game, you'd be first in your division, looking good with a backup quarterback in Jacoby Brissett. You know, Ravens can't finish games. The Bengals, you know, beat the Dolphins, but have, or have the Bengals looked great? No, Joe Burrow to me, in my opinion, hasn't looked good. And the Steelers, oh boy, was I wrong about the Steelers? You know, I said it. I said it, I said it, I said it about the Steelers. Last year, I picked them to not make the playoffs or or to finish under 500, and they finished 500. I'm like, you know what? I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. Mitchell Trubisky can at least, like, you know, walk them through some wins. Oh, boy. That's where Pat Vega was wrong, folks. Patty V was wrong there. Steelers look dreadful. Kenny Pick- It's a Kenny Pickett era now. They told Mitchell Trubisky, go sit down and grab a towel. Go grab the playbook. Put an earpiece in, buddy. Go put an earpiece in. Oh, man, was I wrong on that one. I figures, though, the year I tell them, I, I say they'll make the playoffs and they'll continue being good and be 500, they suck. Granted, there's only four games, but not looking good over there in Pittsburgh. Dallas Cowboy fans, oh, boy. I know Cow. I have some Cowboy friends out here, and I know a lot of Cowboy fans. Ooh, boy, you guys are riding that Cooper Rush train. Riding that Cooper Rush train. We don't need Dak. We're good. We got Cooper Rush. We got the new Red Rifle, the Red Rocket, whatever you want to call him. You guys, be, everyone slow down, please. Let's slow down. You guys beat the Commanders. Carson Wentz is lost out there. The Commanders aren't a good football team. And last week, you guys beat a Giants team who was a lot, who was very improved. But let, let's I, I know Cooper Rush is 3-0 in, his, in starts. 
slow down. Pump the brakes, folks. Let's 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 dial it back a little bit. Re, re, come back down to reality and really think: Is Cooper Rush really the answer, or is Dak Prescott the answer? I'm gonna have to go with Dak Prescott. I'm not buying this Cooper Rush hype. I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't think he's good. Not that I don't think he's good. I don't think he's the answer. And all these Cowboy fans, you know, I, and granted, I get it. I get it. Your team is winning. When you're, when you're winning, it don't matter. Unlike my goddamn team, which we'll get to later. But when your team when your team wins two straight against two divisional opponents, it's the greatest thing ever. It doesn't matter who's that quarterback. Bring back Danucci. If Danucci would have won these two games, you guys would have been loving Danucci. Good old Ben Danucci. Man, he was garbage. How about the surprise, you know, like maybe game of the year or not game of the year, but game of the week maybe? Seahawks-Lions, 48-45. to 45. Granted, I knew the Seahawks didn't have a good defense, and of course my team can only put up 13 against them. But Jared Goff and the Lions with the number one offense in the NFL, and he was missing like three three weapons. Missing Swift, missing St. Brown. Who else is he? I know someone else is missing. He had TJ Hawkinson out there looking like Tony Gonzalez. And the best part is the Seahawks still come out with the win. Geno Smith truly is like on a mission. Geno Smith is on a mission to finally be the quarterback, you know, people thought he could be when he got drafted by the Jets. I mean, listen, good for Geno Smith. Good for Geno Smith. Uh, Seahawks 2-2. Two two. I mean, coaching can get you there. DK Metcalf got taken off on a cart because he had to take a shit, which is probably the funniest thing I've seen all week in the NFL. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there, guys. We've all been there with the bubble guts. I'm, I'm glad someone at least was nice enough to drive him. I am glad someone was nice enough to drive him. because Imagine having a sprint and clench in those pads. Probably a bunch of people come up to you, DK, what's good? Good game. And you're sitting there sweating. No, no. Listen, I was driving home yesterday. I was clenching. I almost crashed the car. That's how bad it was. You know? It happens. But I thought that was hilarious. But hey, Seahawks 2-2. Two and two. I think everyone in the NFC South. Uh, NFC South. The NFC West. 2-2. Two and two. 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, Seahawks. That division going to come down to the... Come down to the... Probably the final week like usual. The Rams don't look good. We're going to jump right to Monday night. You know, we're staying on the NFC West. You know, hey, me and Chris both on this podcast, we said it. Me and Chris both said it. The 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, just knows how to get get to the Rams. Especially if you have Jimmy G at quarterback and you get Debo Samuel in space. Debo Samuel took that ball right to the crib. And Jalen Ramsey, that poor, pathetic excuse for tackling, my man. Come on. Come on. You're better than that. Supposed to be the best cornerback cornerback in football. And that's what you do? Debo looks good. Grant, the 40, the, the 49ers defense, man. D'Amico Ryan's uh, hats off to you. He'll, he'll be getting a lot more interviews next year after uh, next year after this season. Because his defense is flying. They tackle. They make plays when they need to. And they're just aggressive. And that's a fun defense you want to so they can get after the quarterback. 
They can get after the quarterback. They can tackle. They turn the ball over. Can't ask for much more from a defense. Can't ask for much more from a defense. Shut the Rams down at nine points. Matt Stafford looked horrendous. Allen Robinson is clearly a shell of himself right now. He can't get open at all. Matt Stafford doesn't even look his way. I don't know if it's McVay's system or just Allen Robinson can't get open anymore. But for for, uh, for Allen Robinson, who was a damn good receiver, to go to L.A., which it should open up for him, and it hasn't, very, very weird. How about we talk about Chris's Eagles here? The only unbeaten team in the NFL. Round of applause for the Philadelphia Eagles. Round. Shout out to the Eagles beating the Jaguars 29-21. Patty V was in the house for this game. It, it's the Eagles defense, I think, is real. And granted, they had some injuries, which you don't want to see if you're an Eagles fan. Calls five turnovers. Granted, it was pouring. Trevor Lawrence literally cannot hold on to the football. He had four fumbles, four lost fumbles, and an interception. But Eagles trailed 14-0 after a pick six and a touchdown to James Agnew. And it came back. You know, some people still think the Eagles aren't aren't real. Granted, do I think they're the best team in football? No. But I think with A.J. Brown there, a true number one, Devontae Smith, like another damn good receiver. You have Goddard, who's a damn good tight end. Un, an unreal O-line. Great O-line. And if Miles Sanders could run the football like, like he just did last week, that's what they need. Take the pressure off Jalen Hurts. He'll make the plays he has to, especially with his legs. And I just love the Eagles' defense. Hassan Reddick, you know, never a fan of Hassan Reddick, but he's back playing in the Philly area, played at Temple, NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Fletcher Cox, Darius Slay, who did get banged up. James Bradbury. The Eagles are a fun team, man. The Eagles are a fun team. It's a team you don't want to play. It's one of those teams you don't just don't want to play at all. You know, it just it's going to ride on Jalen Hurts' shoulders. It's going to ride on Jalen Jalen Hurts' shoulders. It's can can he carry the Eagles to the division title? Which he should. She should be able to. How far can he carry them in the playoffs once they get there? And hey, the Jaguars, two and two. Technically, I think tied for first in the division. I believe yeah with the Titans. You know that game you can't say much. It was downpouring. You know, Trevor Lawrence isn't going to lose lose five fumbles again. The Jaguars don't look bad, man. They have some players. They got some players, folks. Devin Lloyd, uh, I believe he played in Utah in college. Hell of a player. You know, Josh Allen's a good player. Not the quarterback guys for the people. You know, there's another Josh Allen. He plays He plays the end. Plays outside linebacker, whatever it is. But hell, another hell of a player. Funny, actually. I got the Jaguars again this week against Houston. Real riveting matchup this week. Real riveting, man. Can't wait for that game. Ugh. Good God almighty. Davis Mills isn't good. Look at see Damian Pierce. He's a stud. He looks good. He's the one guy I drafted in fantasy that's actually producing. You know, they lost the Chargers this past week, 34-24. I wish they would have beat him. That would have been nice. But, you know, God forbid. And then, um... Yeah, so Jaguars-Texans I got this week in Jacksonville. Not the sexiest game, but hey, 
can't win them all. But just quickly, last thing on the Jaguars, man, they don't look bad. You know, James Robbins looks good. Christian Kirk is actually playing pretty well on that big contract that we all tore apart. You know, Zay Jones actually looks pretty good. Marvin Jones. Evan Ingram still, you know, you, you don't hear that name anymore. Giant fans, I'm sure, are thrilled he's not on the Giants anymore. But, hey, it is what it is. Might as well segue right to the Giants here. Because I know Giant fans are thrilled. Thrilled, Giant fans. Three and one. You know, got banged up. Got no receivers out there. Might as well put me out there, receiver. No, no one else is good on that. No, you got no one else. Kenny Galladay's a bust. Uh, you know, Wondell Robinson keeps getting injured. Kadarius Tony's always hurt. The, it, the Giants, you know, just receiving cords not good. Daniel Jones is hurt. Tyrod Taylor gets a concussion. Thank God Saquon's Saquon. Thank God Saquon is back to being Saquon. That is the biggest thing for the Giants. Um, leads the league in rushing right now. I think that's the key too. Is that he leads the league in rushing, not like total yard. You know, has like more more receiving yards than rushing. Like he's hitting the holes. He's bursting through. You know, big big plays when when he when he touches the ball and he gets a good run. I'm happy to see that because you know, listen. Taking a running back in the second pick of the draft, you know, a lot of teams shouldn't do that. I I still said the Giants shouldn't do it. I, told, I said the Giants should taking Sam Darnold. That wouldn't have worked out either, probably. But Saquon's rookie year, he was fantastic. You know, injuries, you know, just not good teams. Dave Gettleman. But, hey, you know, he comes back and he looks awesome. And let's just get to the Bears real quick. The Bears stink. That is just a bad, bad football team. Good for them for having two wins. Good for them. And one of them against the 49ers. But the Bears stink, man. Get Roquan Smith out of there. Does Darren Moon even play anymore? Does Cole Komet play on those teams? I don't even... They're non-existent. <clears throat> Excuse me. Non-existent. Justin Fields looked lost. He is not very good. I'm sorry to the Bear fans out there. Not good. He stanks. He stanks. Um. Yeah. Now the Bears are the Bears are dreadful. But hey, again, two and two. Like I said, it feels like there's 500 other two and two teams. How about uh Baker Mayfield getting booed in Carolina? <laughs> You know, I, you know, Matt Rule, he's getting fired. He's losing his job. <clears throat> I don't wish for people to lose their jobs, but you know he's losing his job soon. Again, to all the people that said, you know, Baker Mayfield in Carolina, it's a new spot. Yes, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, McCaffrey, you know, they trade for Chamont. All these people. Guys, face the facts. Baker Mayfield isn't a good quarterback. He's never been a good quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, that one year where they made the playoffs. But it's because of Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt and the defense. Kevin, That's why Kevin Stefanski is like, you know what? We're going to pack this guy up and ship him because we ain't going to resign him. Because there's no reason to resign him because he's holding us. We think he's holding us back. And guess what? Kevin Stefanski was right, just like Patty V was right. Panthers stink. I think it was Dan Orlarski said that uh, 
the Panthers would make the playoffs this year because Baker Mayfield, like Baker Mayfield would lead this team to the playoffs. Boy, he must have been high as hell that morning or something because, woo-wee, them Carolina fans were booing Baker Mayfield off the damn field. I worked, we what, Panthers game week one, and Baker Mayfield looked bad there too, and he still looks bad. What, 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 what do the Panthers do? When Sam Darnold comes back, I think he come back actually, I think he's off IR this, this week actually. actually. But whenever Sam Darnold comes back, do you start Sam Darnold? I mean, he was 3-0 last year when he had McCaffrey before McCaffrey kept getting hurt. Do you give Darnold another shot? <clears throat> do you keep Baker Mayfield out there? What do you do if you're the Panthers? It's a great question because I can't see the Panthers resigning Baker. They're not going to they're going to be back looking for another quarterback next year. They're going to have to draft someone. Obviously, it depends where they fall in the draft, but Stroud, Young, Levis, uh, Anthony Richardson, whoever else is there. These uh, people are mocking to be in the top, but ah, the Panthers stink. And the Cardinals, you know, 2-2. I loved the Cardinals last week. I figured they'd win. I still don't think the Cardinals are that good of a team. It was funny. I always forget Hollywood Brown's there. You know, I, I literally forget that Hollywood Brown is there. Like, I see, like I see like highlights and oh, Hollywood Brown with a fifteen yard catch. It's like, oh shit, Hollywood Brown's on the Cardinals. <laughs> Completely forgot about that. Um, you know, Cardinals had to. Cardinals should win that game if they want to compete in their division. This is that's a road game. You have to win. You can't be losing to Baker Mayfield on the road, especially with your. Your offense and expectations the uh, that you have. Hey, forgot about this game. You know, I mentioned it earlier when I was wrong about the Steelers, but hey, the Jets are two and two, folks. The Jets are two and two. New York Jet fans are excited. You know, and a lot of Jet fans are Met fans, so they are souped right now. They're pumped, even on the Mets Blue Division. It's okay. It's okay. All we have to do is win one game. One freaking game. But that's beside the point. Mets Padres Friday. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Let's go Mets. Hey, Giants 3-1, Jets 2-2. Two two. Mets with over 100 wins. Yankees, you know, whatever. No one cares. Knicks basketball's back, baby. RJ Barrett looks good, by the way, folks. But anyway, <laughs> Zach Wilson. I don't even think Zach Wilson threw a touchdown pass. I just know he caught one. How about that? Zach Wilson caught a touchdown. I saw about like 15 tipped interceptions, I think, off people's hands. <laughs> God. <laughs> hey, good for the Jets, though. I thought Brees Hall fumbled on that uh, on that game-winning touchdown. I was like, oh, no. Don't tell me the Jets are jetting again. But it looks like they, they – I mean, no, it doesn't look like they did get it done. They ruled, they ruled a touchdown. Jets are are battling, baby. Robert Salah and the Jets are battling. And Zach Wilson – Wins his first game of the year. How about in the game that almost went to a tie, which I wish it did because I would have won my survivor pool if the Packers would have lost to the New England Patriots. Patriots won in three. You know, Packers started 0-1. People always, the Packers are done. The Packers, Aaron Rodgers, no weapons. Hey, what is he going to do? They're too good to not be good. Aaron Rodgers is too good of a quarterback. The defense is too good. LaFleur is a good coach. But, hey, you know, <clears throat> Belichick went in there. Brian Horror, I think, went out with the first 
like minute of the game. Bailey Zapp, Western Kentucky. Shout out TBS Sports Network on that one. Western Kentucky football, baby. Bailey Zapp was a superstar there. Ooh, was he a superstar? Hey, he let him. He almost led him to a victory, which they had a chance. They had a chance, folks. The Patriots had a chance to beat the Packers in overtime. They just couldn't get a first down against the field goal range. And again, everyone in my pool that was left had the Packers. And all I needed was a field goal to win. Pain, folks. That's real pain. That is real freaking pain. It hurt. I'll tell you what, it hurt. <sighs> Broncos, Raiders, I don't know what else to say. Defense got gashed. Melvin Gordon stinks. Um, Russell Wilson looked good, but, you know, he looked a lot better with three touchdowns. But I saw someone break down some of the film. He missed a few people. He missed Jerry Judy open like four times. Not not what you want, granted, the line. I think Russell Wilson is seeing ghosts like uh, Sam Darnold did a few years ago. Because he, as soon as a tenth of pressure gets on him, he's 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 already like shaking and rattling. The offense line has been dreadful. There's no, there's no um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm like stuck right now. The Broncos just, just too many penalties, way too many damn penalties, which I'm not used to. You know, last year, like granted, Vic Fangio wasn't the best head coach, but. They're disciplined. That's the word. This Bronco team is not disciplined. Holding left and right, you know, timely penalties. Happened in the Seattle game. Happened in this game. Can't happen. You know, Hackett's play calling still isn't great. Uh, and, you know, Josh Jacobs. And, you know, this is one of these games, like I said. Again, I picked the Raiders to win. I picked the Raiders to win on this show. I just... It's one of those games where... Josh McDaniels' first game as a head coach again against his former team, the Broncos, who let him go after a year. Raiders are 0-3. You know, they're, they're not an 0-3 team. They're not a bad team, that bad of a team to be 0-3. In, in Vegas, just one of those games, and look what happened. Once that Melvin Gordon fumble happened, that was, that was it, folks. Wrap it up. Josh Jacobs, he's probably still running for, for a touchdown. You know, Josh Jacobs had... Josh Jacobs hasn't looked that good since his rookie year, or maybe even at Alabama. But Broncos come back tomorrow, Thursday night, or actually tonight, since I'm posting this tonight, or in the morning, against the Colts. They got to fix They got to fix something. I don't know what it is. Well, we know what it is, but it's not going to happen. So Sunday night football, Chiefs, Bucks. I'm tired of Pat Mahomes, folks. I'm tired of him. I'm just so tired of him. Get him out of my division, please. What do I got to do for him to get out of the division? What do I got to do for him just to be like, you know what? I don't like football. Pull an Andrew Luck, Pam Holmes. Do me a favor. Do us all a favor. Pull Andrew Luck and just, you know, you want to retire. You want to do something else with your life. Go, go try baseball. Go try baseball. Go, go invest in some things. You know, I don't know. He's just too damn good, man. Some of these plays he makes, like, he just makes the Chiefs that much better. Like, he just makes the Chiefs the be- probably the best team in the AFC right now, probably. He's just... And Andy Reid's play calling is... 
something special. But, you know, Chiefs roll into Tampa, lay the whooping on the Bucks from right from the opening kickoff of that fumble. And, uh, you know, the Bucks, you know, a lot going on with Tom Brady in the media, family, divorce. Don't know if that's why they're not playing as good, but they still did put up 31. Defense just didn't look good. Two and two. Again, it's only four games in, but I would expect the Bucks to be fine. Sunday night, I already touched on, guys. You know, 49ers dominate the Rams on both sides of the football. Uh, you know, Jimmy G played better than he did against the Broncos, didn't turn the football over. Debo looked good. You know, George Kittle finally got, got going here. Now, that's what the 49ers need. Kyle Shannon's going to call games and protect the football. He's going to run the football. Elijah Mitchell had his probably his best game of the year. Um, yeah, Mr. Model himself didn't turn the football over, which is key for the 49ers going forward. And that defense, that defense is a championship-level defense. I love that defense. I love that 49ers defense, man. Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, and everyone else. I, can, I, can, I don't even know their names, but they just ball, man. They just ball. But all right, guys. I broke down week four. You heard my voice talking about your your lovely team. If I miss your team, guess what? That's too damn bad. Titans, Colts, I'm, I'm sorry. We can talk about the Colts right now once we get into the our lovely pick segment. Chris Hennis picks in. Uh, last week, I went three and three. Boo. Chris went five and one. Boo. Overall, Chris is game up on me. I'm 17 and 8. He's 18 and 7. I think this pick segment stuff is working better this year than last year than picking. I think we picked every single game last year. I think it was too much. I just think picking the main key games that are going on are is more fun and, uh, and it's better, honestly. So, again, I'm 17 and 8 on the year right now. Chris is 18 and 7. I'm only down one game, boys. Only down one game. <clears throat> but, hey, let's get right into it. Thursday night football, the Indianapolis Colts versus Denver Broncos, two of probably the most underwhelming team teams right now, especially on the offensive end. You know, the Colts have one. Colts and Broncos have two of the worst offenses. Jonathan Taylor will not be playing. Uh, Javante Williams is out for the season. You know, Matt Ryan looks old and rugged. You know, Russell has been playing great up until this past week. So, Colts Broncos Thursday night. Chris took the Broncos. I'm also going with the Broncos Thursday night at home. You got smacked by the Raiders. This is a game you have to win. You can't lose to the Colts, especially without Jonathan Taylor. Colts are banged up. Uh, you have to win this game if you're Denver. This is a game you got to go out and win. I'm hoping my Broncos get it done. Please, for the love of God, I can't be. And good, I got finally get to watch them again. Please, just please, just win. Please, I just want to have. Give me a. How about like. A Broncos win Thursday for me, and then two straight Met wins Friday and Saturday. That's like literally the most perfect weekend I could ask for. I can't ask for a better weekend. I can't. A Broncos win right into Mets playoff win. Mets moving on to the NLDS to play the Dodgers after this weekend. Please. That's all we want. That's all we want. So me and Chris are both going with the Broncos. Um, now we'll go into another London game, folks, on 9.30 in the morning. Don't be like Pat, who's an idiot and forgot to set his lineup. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. All right? 
Giants, Packers, battle of two, three, and one teams here, folks. Two, three, and one teams. Uh, Chris is going with the Packers. I'm also going with the Packers. I just think the Giants, you know, Daniel Jones probably is healthy, but taking that travel to London, you know, banged up, especially offensively, they're really banged up, you know. I just don't think they can beat the Packers. Uh, they can, but it's not going to be this week. It's not going to be this week in London. It won't, it won't be in front of Big Ben. It won't be in front of the Queen. Oh, uh, oh, sorry. Sorry about that. About the Queen. Sorry. My apologies. Well, I mean, technically, it really won't be in front of her, actually, if you really think about it. But that's beside the point. Packers win. Me and Chris both got the Packers. Uh, I think it'll be a close game. I think it'll be a close game for a little bit. The Giants' defense isn't as bad. You know, Thibodeau, Kayvon's back. You know, Dex Launch is playing very well. Ojalari's back. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers hits Romeo Dobbs for a touchdown, and the Packers win. Next game we got is the Dallas Cowboys. 425 on Fox. The prime, looks like the primetime game of that year, um, of this week. 3-1 and one versus 2-2. Two and two. Chris is taking the Rams, and I really want to take the Rams myself. I really do. But for just some reason, I swear the Cowboys. This is one of these games the Cowboys win. I don't know why. Like I think it's going to be really close. Oh, my God. I think it's going to be really, really close. Um, uh, man. I'm going to go Cowboys. I really am. I'm going to go Cowboys. That defense is playing fast. They're playing good. And that's why they keep winning. Uh, I just don't think the Rams are playing well right now. And the Rams the Rams offense looks a little lost. So you know what? I'll go different than Chris. Give me the Cowboys, even though I just tore Cooper Rush apart early in the, early in the pod. Uh, I got Cowboys going 4-1. Chris has the Rams going 3-2. I'm... Rams are going by 30 now because I'm a mush right now. All right, moving on to the, the other 425 game on Fox. Chris's Philadelphia Eagles, the 4-0 Philadelphia Eagles versus the 2-2 two two Arizona Cardinals. This is an interesting game here now. Eagles on the road in Arizona. Granted, I'm not saying Arizona is some you know, world beater, tough place to play, but you know, it's different. It's, you always rather be home. Two athletic quarterbacks. I think the Eagles are definitely the better team. That's not even a question. Chris is obviously going with the Eagles. I... Hmm. Something tells me the Cardinals are going to win this game. You know what? I'll go Cardinals. Eagles-Cardinals. I'll go Cardinals. Chris is going Eagles. It's just something about the home team. I'm going to take the home team here. I mean, something about Kyler Murray with a game-winning touchdown late in the game. Got to win. The Eagles aren't going to go undefeated, so... Why not lose on the road to an average football team in the Cardinals, right? Come on. Now, now we move on to this on to Sunday night football on NBC. Your AFC champions of last year, the Cincinnati Bengals, battling Baltimore, who just had a major collapse, their second one of the season versus the Bills last week. To my surprise, Chris is going with the Bengals here, uh, which I'm very surprised by. Thought he would go Ravens. For me, I'm going Ravens. I think Ravens win this game pretty, not easily, but, you know, 
easier than you would really think. I think they're gonna come back strong after the last what happened last week. It's a game they need to win. Get that mojo going back in Baltimore. Lamar Jackson, you know, they need to get Bateman going again. They need to get Rashad Bateman going in. He's been where has he been? You know, J.K. Dobbins is back. Granted, they're gonna they're working him in slowly. I think Gus Edwards should be coming back soon, also. So you're starting to get more healthier on the offensive side of the ball, especially in the backfield. This is a game you're at home, Sunday night football in Baltimore. You got to win this game, especially after what happened last week. The Ravens should be 4-0, but can't finish games. But this game they do finish, and Chris will be wrong. Ravens go 3-2. Bengals go 2-3. And And now we end it with a major AFC West matchup. The Las Vegas Raiders versus the Kansas City Chiefs at 8-15 in Kansas City. Raiders, Chiefs. Carr, Mahomes. I think this is an easy one, folks. Me and Chris are both going with the Chiefs here. Chiefs are hot right now. You know, maybe it was in Vegas. I would, you know, maybe, maybe think of taking um, the Raiders. But in Kansas City, the way the Chiefs are playing, Pat Mahomes, Travis Kelsey is always open. I'm going Chiefs. Chiefs in a blowout. I don't care. The Raiders usually play the Chiefs good. I'm going Chiefs in a blowout. Book it, seal it, sign it, deliver it to whoever you want to. Give it to the damn carrier pigeon if you want to. Tell you, tell everyone, take the Chiefs, whatever the line is. I don't care. We don't bet on this show, but take the Chiefs, whatever it is. And folks, that is this week's episode of the Slant and Rants podcast. Honestly, I hope you all had a good time hanging out with me. Especially by myself. I know some of you don't like hearing my voice for that long. But guess what? That's too damn bad. Uh, don't forget, guys. Like, subscribe. Five stars. Especially on Apple. But if you have Spotify, give us five stars on Spotify, please. It means the world to us. Um, hope you guys are enjoying the pod. Let's keep it rocking and rolling, guys. We love you all. Remember one thing. Always shake them. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> You've been listening to Slants and Rants with CTD and Vega. Please leave a like, rate, and review. Also, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Slants Rants Pod. Until next time, don't forget to shake them.